If your refrigerator's running, you better catch it, mentionables. Oh, God. What? That's That was your that good... Was, that, that was, was it? That was the big idea? Hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, hey, you heard him right here, uh, mentionables. You better go check if you're... Yeah, I was going to make a joke it's... about how hard it is, difficult it is to work with people in the workplace sometimes. Like, you got to work alongside people. And, like, how hard it sometimes might be for you two being brothers... Because, like, family treat each other a little bit differently. Yeah, I mean, we're... Yeah, it's definitely... But then, right before this, we have... You two have a rather heated argument. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, then we, like, have to just, like... And scene? Nope, that wasn't real. (laughs) This never happened. We don't have a weird vibe going on right now. Yeah, well, I mean, you know... It's something you kind of get used to. Like, you you have an argument about something, you make a decision, somebody does something, and then you move on. I mean, you... Right. It's definitely a thing, though. Like, it's something I've noticed before. Like, we talk differently to each other than we do our other... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Definitely. And it's it's got its ups and its downs. In, like, the most disrespectful way possible. I mean, it's not better. I mean, you know, usually... here's Here's... Let me paint a picture. I mean, the benefit of it is we're not afraid to, like push for an idea we might think is better and right. like try and work it out so that's nice like we're we're good at having a conversation right. about me, these things just, let's paint a picture we're on a beach it's 90 degrees uh there's there's it's windy though you know it's let me get some breezy. sand yeah some sand <laughs> and uh we're up on a vip double decker colin's up on the ladder and he starts saying no and i start saying no and then he says but it has to, and I say, but we're not going, but it's going to, and then I tell him, fuck you, (laughs) and then he says, dude, you're a fucking idiot, let's just get this shit fucking done, and everybody gets really tight and angry, and then, like, ten seconds after that, it's like, all right, so, like, next spot we have to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty good assessment of things that happened on that double thing. The next thing we got to do, you know. That was, it's a complicated project because they only give you, like, a little bit of power in, like, certain spots along this giant structure. So we've got to, like, figure out where all of our power drops are going, how we're running things, and whether or not this can go there. How do we hide this? How do we make sure nobody can see it? The best thing for us, though, I think the greatest part, because everybody, you know, like you said, sometimes working with family is a little weird. The best thing for us, though, is, you know, usually we're on each other's side, obviously, and especially when somebody wants us to do something that's really fucking stupid or or somebody's or, made a decision for or then dangerous we, then we both have a common <laughs> I enemy. was gonna say then you can both vilify right. one yeah common and we enemy. sit there exactly. and we bitch about them instead of each other right. even though maybe a little bit of it is us bitching about what's the situation and what we've put each other into but you know you have the, but the, this person has now just put a target on their back yeah, for any, any displaced uh, yeah. misplaced <laughs> anger <laughs> Yeah, it's we work really well together. Plus, we have a weird mind that melds. You know, it's kind of like you finish each other's sentences in a weird way when we're working production. We kind of just yeah. I mean, a lot of the times oh, I thought you were going to try and finish his sentence. <laughs> <laughs> his thought maybe. A lot of the times we uh, will already know what the other person is about to do or what the other person is thinking, and like we, we sometimes get into a really good flow where like you know 
I always imagine like the dudes in the restaurant who are insanely good at like putting together burgers together, you know, yeah. like throwing patties and buns and ingredients back and forth. You at the fish market tossing the fishes back and forth and cutting them up real quick. You know, you just you kind of get into that flow, you get into that groove of like sometimes there's gigs where we've worked where like, you know, you go to say something and you're like, "Oh, you already did it sick." Yeah. Like, you know, we just were you oh, I I think we should do oh, I already did it that way. You know, like it's it's good having the same mind. Well, it's good that you guys jive together because I hate every single second of working oh, with the two of you. That was really wholesome. I'm glad you could bring it down a notch. <laughs> you know how comedians? Uh, that's gonna sound. Yeah, like that's a- gonna sound like a cut. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just like stopped laughing at the exact same time. Maybe we'll just leave this in so people know it's not a cut. <laughs> you know how comedians always uh, bitch about airlines and shit? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everyone likes to complain about TSA, right? I don't think they're all that bad. I mean, like, I, I get it, it can be annoying, but... He's I, aiming this at me right now. Keep going. I actually kind of <laughs> enjoy flying, for one, like, the, the flying itself, and I don't really mind the uh, monotony of, like, you know, dealing with TSA and waiting in the airport and all of that stuff. I'm... <laughs> I, okay, I guess it, maybe you like don't mind it. You don't enjoy it. I guess I get that. Like maybe you're less uh, impacted. Than I, I other just people uh, or something, but I, I've never had like any terrible experiences at at the you know airport or through TSA. But I have noticed something weird lately. Um, like every it seems like every time I go through a, a fucking metal detector, I get flagged for some reason, and it seems like it's always my right pocket. I don't know if I have, like, a metal plate in my hip. I don't Some, know about Something or... mom and dad never told you about. <laughs> but, like, seriously, uh, it even happened at Disney when we went through the metal detector there. Like, a uh, person was like, you got something in your right pocket? And I was like, no. And he was like, can you, like, check it for me? And I, like, put my hand in there and checked. There was nothing in there. I was like, no, nothing in there. And he, like, patted my pocket. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, bye. And it's like the exact oh, same you know, thing happened it might at the be TSA. That chip that we had implanted. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, yeah. When well, you were Mom a toddler, Dad, yeah, they were having a hard time keeping track of you. You're always fucking running off all over the place. You know, it's they, it happens at the TSA for me constantly though too, and it, and it seems like it's always like the right pocket or right leg or like my fat rolls. I believe create a dark spot when I go through <laughs> the machine because they always pat my back in the same spot, and I'm pretty sure it's like the curvature of my spine and and the fat being there. It creates a dark spot for them on the X-ray. Huh. It's always the same. I'm just gonna pat your right hip. Is that all right? Any pain there or anything? No, it's always the same spot and. Maybe we just got in a terrible accident when we were kids, and we. I mean, I guess, but you usually have to pay for that. (laughs) The terrible accident. (laughs) The terrible. Yeah, you got to pay for the terrible. (laughs) No, this has gone on long enough. Hit the music. are back this is not to mention podcast i'm josh i'm colin and i'm ryan and mentionables one of our uh i I can't say it's our favorite necessarily thing to do but it's always a good time to bring up our mentionable mishaps and misadventures you know it's it's uh the episode seems to work (laughs) <laughs> as far as the format, I'm not going to say that I enjoy it. Yeah, thoroughly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is basically just tearing off scabs on old, yeah, you know, old wounds. Get a little but... vulnerable, you know. We talk about our voyages, our our flights, our trips, uh, maybe just 
some terrible moments sitting around the house where things all just went wrong for the evening. But yeah, I, I think it's it's time we're gonna do mentionable misadventures and mishaps. I did it backwards, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's number three. <laughs> it's number three. Uh, you guys know when you like uh, you watching youtube videos and stuff you see a lot of like the like people doing weird like the crash in a fucking forklift or uh uh you know oh, like, like heavy machinery lift, heavy machinery or cars even yeah. you know i mean you see a lot of shit like that and in this instance i feel like i really wish that there was some sort of like street camera or just a random gopro that maybe caught this all happen uh, but there was one time, and I feel like both of you guys were with me, or you definitely know about it, but you were with me on this uh, this occasion. But we were going to like a house party or something like that, and I parked on the side of the road. I pulled up to the parking spot. Uh, I popped it into reverse to adjust my parking place, but one of the people who I was with, who I have no shame putting him on blast john moran oh damn i'm not even using the johnny danger that's our that's our decided that he must have been just like itching to get out of the car like ready to get to the party or something i don't know but i popped it into reverse he thinks that i put it into park so these things happen simultaneously he throws his door open there's a telephone pole on the side of the street and my door catches on the telephone pole and just rips a 90 like a 45 degree angle i guess uh, oh man the suicide, opposite direction that it's supposed doors. to go yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly custom custom yeah he gave me a, a custom suicide door modification yeah, it was a beautiful job yeah uh, you have to pay a lot of money for something now, like that normally i, I do remember that <laughs> evening it was a house party it might have been our house in, in kalamazoo at davis i i could be wrong but uh, I wasn't there to witness all of it, but I do remember like you guys coming into the house in like this all happening. You right, know, like right. I, 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 it's kind of like cloudy for me, but I vaguely yeah. remember that for sure. And like having to go outside, and we all like stood around and checked out the vehicle for a second, checked out your new custom job. Yeah, it, it was, was pretty it sweet. Hot. I don't know. I really don't even remember what I did about it either. Uh, I think I got it closed, and that's and then, pretty much just think, where it yeah, stayed. You left it. Yeah. yeah. So something I've noticed now that we've started traveling a little bit more and hanging out with people who aren't from the Midwest, every time we say Kalamazoo, somebody's like, "The fuck did you just say?" <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we got into a whole conversation with our crew. Uh, after we said Kalamazoo, because they were like, that's not a real fucking place. It doesn't exist. And we were like, yeah, well, have you like ever seen like Mackinac? And like, you know, Mackinac and talking about, you know, uh, fucking, what, what was it? Oh, Sault Ste. Marie was a couple yeah, of yeah, you know? yeah. Bringing up just the Sheboygan. Yeah, weird Michigan names and pronunciations. Yeah. And of course, you can't skip Charlotte, you know? It's not Charlotte. Not Charlotte. 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 Makes a whole hell of a lot of fucking sense. So for this next one, let me set the scene a little bit. It's, Ooh, set the mood. It's a little bit earlier Light in candle. our, you know, lighting career or whatever yeah, you want to call it. It had been like what five six years ago something like that yeah, yeah. and uh i'm pretty sure it was a cannabis cup right michigan cannabis cup yeah yeah and Clio. yeah we had for like one of the first times i feel like been given our own golf cart oh. <laughs> like this is your golf cart here's the key 
you know, take good care of it. Don't lose the key. Don't leave the key in the golf cart. If the key is left in the golf cart, someone will more than likely take it. Lock it up. Don't let anybody drive it. That's not supposed to. No, and not change the oil. And not like somebody's (laughs) gonna take it to teach you a lesson. Like somebody's gonna take it and keep it, and you'll never see it again. It was on a racetrack, so we do often dream about having like a real race with the golf carts even it would like be a, pretty fun like a pit stop even for the golf cart you know what i mean like, nice but you just like stop and like slam a beer real quick and then get <laughs> and, like, throw a couple golf uh, you know like golf club uh, yeah. you know. so we are extremely careful about our golf cart keys you know if we're lent a golf cart and you know given a responsibility of the key we are always very very careful and this was no exception. You know, we obsessed over that key. We yeah. had it at all times. It was never left in the golf cart. It was always in my right pocket. I always knew where it was. Besides the word copy, one of the other things that you probably hear, hear most on site is don't lose the fucking golf cart keys. It, it seriously is like an everyday thing. <laughs> like, it's an everyday discussion. It's also generally when you wake up an everyday thing of, does anybody know where the golf cart key is for this? I'm just imagining like this opposing faction of, you know, uh, festival goers, event goers, whatever, that like wake up in the morning and they're like, let's find a key. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Today's the day. So we were doing teardown yeah, and we're up. running around ripping shit down and going as quick as we can. It was a little rainy and muddy that whole weekend, too. It was a little dreary. We pull up to the spot, and there's two lights sitting there, and, like, one power cable with a tri-tap. Lights are plugged in. We need to pick up the lights, throw them in the golf cart, pick up the cable, throw it in the golf cart. Real easy. Move on to the next one. Go to the next spot. So we do that. Super easy. And I sit down in the golf cart, and the key is gone. The key is gone. I left the key in the golf cart for literally, like, not even 10 seconds. Well, it, wow. This no, is a major even, twist. This caught me even, so off guard. It's not like there was any foreshadowing before that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Zero <laughs> foreshadowing to lead up to this point. Now, so that's the thing, though, is this was, like, around the bathroom area by the VIP deck. And, and it, it was like, you know, this is a big field that they're using inside the racetrack. And it's mucky as fuck from people going back and forth for the bathroom. Right. We're thinking to ourselves... This key Gross. has fallen into the fucking muck. Gross. And we have to find it And we somewhere. were just walking back and forth over this. For all we know, it could be mashed into the it ground somewhere. It could be just somewhere. squished in somewhere. It, we're just... It, we're losing our minds. We're starting to radio people like... Who the fuck would have taken it? We were gone. We were off the cart for like ten seconds. We weren't more than like fifteen feet yeah. away from who, the cart. The Backs fuck? turned for a it's, couple it's seconds. It's load out. You know, this isn't a patron. Somebody... I mean, these guys looking for golf cart keys. They're serious. They you turn your back for one second and they'll was, just. This is fucked. So, after looking for a little while, we're both like sitting in the golf cart, like just wondering what the fuck is just kind of defeated because really like off. we're at first it's like hurry we gotta find it we gotta find it like we got work to do we're wasting time this but after is about up. ten minutes you're like okay okay fuck we're wasting what time. now and <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden we hear like this chuckling from behind us it wasn't and even I, from behind really well it was, it, that, that's yeah, just it I yeah. turn around and there's nobody there. I was like, what the fuck? Is somebody, like, hiding from me right now? What is this? And we start hearing old man Bill laugh his ass hey, off. Hey, you said his name wrong. It's Big Dick Bill. Big Dick <laughs> Bill. Big Dick Bill. <laughs> he starts laughing his ass off, and we look up, and in a lift, 
probably like, you know, I don't know, get 15, 20 feet in the air. Him our buddy's buddy. looking down yeah. at us, just laughing their asses <laughs> off. And apparently somehow he had seen me leave the golf cart key in there. And he had just so happened to be on the ground when I did it, grabbed the key, got in the basket and like was like, Bill, get us in the air, get us in the air. <laughs> and then, yeah, so he's up there dangling the golf cart key in front of my face and I was like, dude, really? Is this the time for that? Like, playing fucking games? And he's oh, like... Oh, grasapa. And he's like, no, nah, I ain't playing games, dude. I'm teaching you the lesson. <laughs> yeah. Ten seconds you left that key in there, and it was gone. I mean, this is why. <laughs> and then we wasted ten minutes while you guys just sat there laughing at it. I'll never... Bill, motherfucker, I'll never fucking forget that. Yeah, you'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we like to talk about our jobs, our, our work history a lot. I don't... It's not something that it's I guess most is a conscious decision. Yeah, right. That is <laughs> yeah. where a lot of mishaps And where we spend a happen. ridiculous... Mishaps happen to happen? Mishaps happen to happen? Wow. It is wow. also <laughs> where we uh, uh, spend a you know, ridiculous majority of our lives. Uh, but I've worked a lot of different places, and I've definitely done some stupid stuff, but uh, there was a time when I was working in food service, and I was all alone at, uh, on my own that night at the restaurant, and it was pretty busy, and I was in a rush. We had run out of some sort of vegetable. I think I was cutting cucumber, I don't know, on a slicer, though, on a fucking restaurant slicer, and I was going way too fast, and I caught my <laughs> finger in it. <laughs> Uh, yeah it uh, happened sorry it was really i mean it all happened so fast and there's like a bunch of people <laughs> you're gonna make it ryan's losing his shit over it it happened to me so believe me i'm not having a great time remembering it either the blood all over it and like uh, i mean there it wasn't like a freaking horror movie or oh, anything like i mean it was it, no no actually like it was hose. it's such a i mean okay anyway no it wasn't a gory mess or anything like that okay. there was some blood uh, but, you know, I immediately panic, and there's all these people waiting for their food and stuff. Like, I think of most course. of them have ordered and whatnot. And you're by yourself. By myself, and I've th I'm thinking, you know, like, it, my mind goes into overdrive, and I just think, I don't know if the office is open or not, but just by some crazy circumstance, my doctor's office is in the back of this building right now. So I drop everything I'm doing. I think I grabbed a rag and threw it on there, not looking at it or anything. You know, just don't you, if you, do, yeah, you don't yeah. want to look at you it. You don't want to yeah, look yeah. at it. But I let everyone know. I was just like, I'm really sorry. I'll be right back. And like, <laughs> ran <laughs> out of there. And I think that a lot of them were like regulars. They were pretty cool yeah. with it. It wasn't a big deal. But I ran to the back and I didn't know if it, it was right about closing time for a doctor's office or whatever. But I got back there and the lights were all off. And I, but I saw movement, I saw motion in the back of the office, and I started knocking on the door. And our doctor at the time, it was like a good family friend and everything, had known her for a very long time. And I'm knocking on the door, she opens it, and I tell her what happened. And she's like, oh, come on in, we'll get you suited up and everything. And like, didn't know appointment or anything. Yeah. I didn't go through the procedures or whatever. She just takes me back into her room. She stitches me up really quick. She's like, there you go. And like, really, all of this seems to have happened so quickly in my memory got yeah. back and served the that seriously got back and went time. back to work it was like maybe a half hour that they were in. <laughs> and like That's i did crazy. not use the just to be clear i didn't use the slicer or anything well, like that like yeah. i'm sure i cleaned it up and sanitized it because you just don't like if someone were to see that like that would be oh, awful yeah. but yeah i you know didn't use it or anything like I that love afterwards that. especially i love the fact massive recovery when i was in sixth grade i had uh been going really fast over some railroad tracks and I flipped and broke my arm as you both remember I'm sure but she was walking she was like on a jog 
Yeah, uh, and yeah. she was across the street. Now I had been sitting there for a while, but yeah, here she comes like jogging down the street, and she sees me, and she comes over and crosses the street, and she's like, "Well, what's going on?" And I'm like, I'm "Pretty sure I broke my arm." And she like sat down like cross-legged in front of me on the ground and like touched it a bit and looked, "Yeah, oh, you broke your arm," and like, you know, how how can we get a hold of your parents? This and, lady's yeah. like a superhero. Yeah, yeah, she was just <laughs> she was just there, you know, like it's awesome. She's great. Clap. Yeah, she was amazing. I'll try and make mine uh, short and sweet here because there's not a whole lot to it besides me just fucking myself up but you know uh it started out kalamazoo uh shakespeare's lower level the globe there's that fake word again yeah that fake word it was comedy night at the globe and we were i think it was like two dollar long island iced teas okay i believe yeah uh, right i was you know I, i don't really drink so much nowadays but at that point in my life i definitely was indulging a little bit plus uh i was also super broke and the people that had invited me out were just paying for it anyway so like probably young taking a little bit advantage of that too whether it was conscious or not sorry john mike so i started really liking long island iced teas they're really easy to fucking drink really real easy. easy they are dangerous uh, ryan started calling them rhode island yeah, iced teas. it turned into rhode island real quick um <laughs> Yes, Rhode that was Island me just fucking teas. up and not being funny. That was me just, like, I just couldn't think Long Island for some reason. I kept thinking Rhode Island. Um, <laughs> the comedy evening was great. Uh, by the end of the evening, it was definitely getting to a point where, like, the the party was getting a little, a little probably too rowdy for a comedy show. You know, people yeah, up there doing a lot of hecklers. Things. Yeah. We weren't necessarily heckling, but we were being loud. Yeah. You know, like, it, it was unacceptable. And so, yeah, uh, I drank way too many Rhode Islands, uh, like way too many Rhode Islands, had some beers, go back to the our buddy's apartment, had some more beers, uh, got into a wonderful argument with our neighbor, the one who had driven me out for the evening, and... Uh, As one is wont to do when... Yeah, uh, real <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little opinionated, too. I, you know, being younger, I'm sure I was being a little shit at the time, and being drunk didn't help. Yeah, we got into an argument, and that got to, the, like, him being like, I'm not gonna fucking drive your ass home, dude. Like, you're stuck here. Call your brother and figure it out. Like, I don't fucking care, and... That turned into me getting on top of him, grabbing his beard from underneath, like full on, like, like if you were to uppercut the chin, but stop and open your palm <laughs> and just grab a handful of beard. And I pulled because uh, we were like rough. really fucking pushing each other around. Not cool. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. No, trust me. I didn't feel good about it. As a it. man with a beard, I, I'm not, I'm a highly offended. I'm a man with a beard now. I mean, it's not as long I'm, as I'm yours. I'm not going to be able to grab it, but yeah, oh, I, Point being, I did something really bad. Um, <laughs> I did something bad. I did something bad, and he was real pissed about it, and we had pushed each other around a little. I have an adrenaline issue. Like, I get a real good runner's adrenaline, basically, like, where it hits me really fast and hard, and then when it dry- dies down, I basically go through a withdrawal. Hard crash. I, yeah, I, I start, my body has an adrenaline withdrawal, and I puke. And that's something that's happened to me, whether I'm playing music, um, going yeah, to a cool concert. it's been mentioned in the past, the listeners. Yeah, know. I throw up a little bit to, to excitement. It's pretty ridiculous. So I went and threw up over my buddy's balcony, uh, his, his apartment. I'm sure the alcohol helped a little. <laughs> yes, and we're on the second story, and I am you know throwing up, and I'm trying to 
make sure that I heave far enough out that it's not going down to his neighbors below. You know, like this. Yeah, you don't want it on the patio. patio. Yeah. yeah, and I'm trying to think of that. So I'm like trying to like really lift myself up and like throw the puke. You know what I mean? <laughs> And, Which is just a um, absurd concept. Pretty image. weird, right? Just I'm trying to basically give it an arc so that it's not just dropping straight down. I'm I'm top heavy. Uh, if you were to compare my legs to my upper body, <laughs> definitely top heavy. And as you can th- imagine, a railing and you're lifting yourself up and pushing forward <laughs> to to get the puke to go. I I ended up throwing myself over. The second, ba- the Basically second story just balcony, like gymnastics to yourself right over <laughs> yeah. that balcony, uh, but like drunken gymnastics. <laughs> I don't remember a whole lot of it. Besides, I do remember when I flipped, I went completely like I did like a, a front flip. So I, if I had rotated enough, I could have essentially landed it. I could have <laughs> <laughs> just landed. Yeah. Like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> What just happened? I could have stuck. I could have stuck the landing. Basically landed on your butt, though. I I did not. I did not stick the landing. I do remember as I went over, my chest and my stomach hit flipped places. (laughs) No, they like slapped the railing. They they, they, like slapped like full. Like I went flat against the railing as I went under, and then that's. um, I guess that's where I hope my natural instinct curved my head under because otherwise. I would have fallen straight down on my skull. Nice. And uh, I mean, not nice. Just I mean, right? Uh, yeah, I slammed sarcasm. down on my, my back and my butt really hard. I came to really out of it in the neighbor's balcony below. I also tried to get into their house for a second because I was very confused and did not realize I had fallen a level. <laughs> It wasn't a good time. It's not a good look. At this point in the story, I feel like it kind of almost probably goes without saying, but first question, did anyone witness this? Did any one person Mike, get to see Mike it? Mike B. Mike did see the owner of the apartment, and I think uh, Rai Sui also may have All right. seen. All right, so a couple now, John, of John, on the other hand, the one that I pulled the beard, I do remember hearing Mike say he just flipped over the balcony, and I heard John yell, through the apartment, good, fuck him. <laughs> and then I heard, is he okay? Is he fine? He's okay, right? Do we need to go is to the hospital? Moving? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rhode Islands. Tried to find the recipe for a Rhode Island iced tea. I'm sure there's one out there, but... <laughs> <laughs> Got another story here from our Kalamazoo days. Uh, I was Good times. <laughs> yeah, great times. <laughs> Two thumbs up. No, yeah, honestly, yeah. I remember when I moved out of Kalamazoo being like, man, I'm going to miss the people, but fuck this place remember, and all the fucked up shit that's happened to me. I remember here. moving to Kalamazoo and Ty, first thing he said to me was, this place is a fucking trap. Get out. Yeah. So, I've heard that from so many I've different heard that people. from a lot of people. <laughs> that being said, I think Kalamazoo's a great town. Wonderful. I just had some really terrible personal experiences. The good there. times, the bad times, and the shit times. The, green, the greenhouse <laughs> times. So I was working at a greenhouse in Kalamazoo. It was actually like not really a greenhouse. That that sounds like such an oversimplification. Really, it was like a giant distribution center that uh, would take plants from local greenhouses and ship them out on semis to all over the country. Uh, one of the reasons for this, is apparently, at least from what I was told when I was working there, Michigan has one of the earlier greenhouse seasons. I don't know why that is or how that makes sense when there's a lot of much warmer places. Um, but yeah, that's pretty interesting. 
we send out a lot of seedlings from Michigan. We're actually, uh, Kalamazoo in particular is one of the biggest exporters of seedlings in like the Midwest or the country or something like that. At least this is all what I was told. I've never looked into it, so I don't really know. I just worked there. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, I, I don't know for sure about the statistics, but that all does check out. There are huge greenhouses in Kalamazoo. It's a, it's wild, actually. Um. So, yeah, and this was the largest greenhouse in Kalamazoo, if that's what you want to call it. I mean, technically it was a greenhouse because the structure was made right. of greenhouse material but really it was a giant fucking warehouse where we were shipping plants in and out i was fairly new but i learned pretty quick and when they started laying people off they kept me on i was super proud of that you know uh it's it's nice to have your hard work noticed there's a procedure when you're docking and undocking with the semis you packing <laughs> thanks you, there's, you know, a red and green light on the outside, like a stoplight, right. and there's a switch on the inside. Red means stop, green means go. Pretty huh. simple, you know? Never heard that. Uh, one of the easier... Green means go, green means go. <laughs> it's one of the easier parts of our job, but it's also incredibly important to be conscious of it, because yeah. you don't want a trailer pulling out while somebody's in it that right. could kill somebody. And they also, they do it like uh, squid games, so when the red light comes on, if you're moving... You get shot. You get shot. <laughs> no, there was, there was uh, from what I was told, there was actually a person there uh, like a week before I got there, and I may have even been replacing him, who was standing on a kick plate like the the bridge from the warehouse to the uh the semi trailer right yeah yeah yeah. and he hadn't flipped the light to red semi pulled out he the kick plate slams down and he goes with it and breaks his arm oh shit so yeah like it wasn't you though no hell no all right so i remember very vividly watching a truck pull in people start loading it and i look over and the light is not red. Now, granted, this light's just the, the truck's just pulled in, so I was like, okay, he knows. He's got to know that we're not done already. Yeah. So I go over and I flip the light. Literally five seconds later, dude starts pulling out. Kick plate falls. Fortunately, nobody was hurt, but there was a dude in the back of the truck with no straps on anything. Oh god. So you know, we're all like yelling, bloody murder, like stop, <laughs> just fucking stop. And the guy gets out of the truck, and he's super pissed. He's like, that light was fucking green three seconds ago. I swear to fucking God. Like, it said go. And our boss just rips into him. <laughs> just starts laying into him. And I'm watching all of this like, oh, maybe I should say something. But I was, I was kind of worried that, like, I would then be held culpable for not having said something right. when it was green. But I didn't say something because I assumed this guy knew he wasn't just going to pull in and then pull back out. Like, that we didn't yeah, have yeah. enough time he, to load that yeah. trailer. And our boss even said so to the dude. He was like, what, you think we just supermaned all this shit in there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that it's not one of my proudest moments, but I kept that one to myself and kind of let somebody else take the heat for something that i <laughs> i mean we were all responsible for it yeah, yeah nobody saw that light nobody you're flipped only as it. good as your weakest link i was the one who flipped it i was just kind of by chance the one who could have been held culpable and i didn't want to be you yeah idiot. i mean that's fair i fucking some of these i actually was starting to think it was funny because some of these are like not necessarily 
about us or something that we, a mishap that we did or something. Uh, but there are a few of these that are super embarrassing and just love talking about these topics where it's, uh, you know, awful life choices and uh, things. But yeah, so I had another one, another situation where I worked in another restaurant. I really I didn't spend much time working in food service when no, I was younger I was at all. That, but this is actually another instance where I was working in food service and <laughs> Uh, there was a guy who was teaching me to do the dishes, which is not a complex uh, procedure at all, but there, there's a machine and all this stuff, you know, and he was just showing me all the different ways, all the different stuff that I had to do, and I don't remember what it was. I needed some sort of cleaning product or something that they were out of at the station, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, those are those are uh, over in the tiptoe room. He's like, go and ask so-and-so, and it was like the, the manager of the, the, the kitchen or whatever. Uh, go and ask him for the tiptoe key, the keys to the tiptoe room. And I went over there, and I seriously went and asked this guy for the keys to the, the tiptoe, tiptoe room. room. And, like, he goes, the fucking what? Yeah, what? <laughs> and I go, the tiptoe room. And at this point, I'm, like, I'm getting hot. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. right in the face. I'm definitely, like, feeling embarrassed. I'm, like, the tip, the tiptoe room? And, he's, and he goes, oh, he looks over across the kitchen at the guy that was teaching me the dishes. And he goes... Oh yeah, the tiptoe room. Yeah, I got those. Hang on. Oh, okay. and he just yeah, that's not away. obvious. <laughs> yeah, right. And he like, just what? walks away. Well, there's no tiptoe room. Yeah, he was just obviously. playing a joke on me. Yeah, yeah clearly. Like, and so yeah, he just walked away, and uh, that was that was me. Get, and I actually I went back, and the the guy's laughing and everything, and he kind of like pseudo apologized, but he was like, "Man, I've used that so many times." He's like, "I've sent people to the heavenly room to the." <laughs> <laughs> Just like all kinds of different ridiculous rooms. <laughs> I like the tiptoe room though. Yeah. I thought this was gonna be a story about like it's called the tiptoe room for a reason, you no. jackass, or no, something. It you is know? non-existent. <laughs> the tiptoe room doesn't exist. No. Yeah. Gullible. Gullible. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know. That's all you got no more candy? Alright. This uh, is a good story about equipment failure. Now talking about what the fuck is something, what the fuck is Zugma? Uh, Zugma was a band. Well, yeah, wasn't that like their catchphrase? What, the, what the fuck is a Zugma that's or what, something? That's what their sticker said. What the fuck is Zugma? Uh, that's a band from, I think they were out of Ohio? I, yeah, actually, I don't remember where they were based out of. I, I could be fucking that one up, but it doesn't matter. Uh, they wonderful. kind of rose to somewhat popularity. Yeah, somewhat uh, successful. Pretty quickly, and it was yeah. cool because... We had actually uh, kind of watched that happen. We had seen Through them. Through MySpace. Yeah, we had seen them on MySpace of all places, mm-hmm. like years ago. And then when they started picking up stream or Steam, uh, it you know it was kind of cool to be like, oh yeah, we know those guys. Of course, and well, we know of them. Well, and they were actually very nice. I, we did have I, I had the chance, anyways, to meet them a couple times. But they're cool dudes. I don't really remember how it all went about, but the LD for the festival that weekend, the workout music festival at Legend Valley in Ohio, he was like, you know, they had two stages side by side and he was like going back and forth with his lighting to do both stages, like just kind of going crazy. And I had offered like, oh, well, my band is right before Zugma. I could just do my band and then do Zugma afterwards or whatever. I'm pretty sure that's how it all played out. But And were you using your console? or which was very, very shitty. Uh, We're talking like fucking it was like probably a six-year-old computer at the time 
it, it the the console I was using hadn't been updated since 2010. It was Everything like, like barely worked. It didn't yeah. even have problems with it just randomly shutting off oh, on yeah. you sometimes it, for just no reason. So yeah, a lot of crashing. Yeah, and so that is that's actually so it's a wonderful. It's a it was a sunset set for my band, and then Zugmo was playing a nighttime show and. Although it's not like Ryan was hired by Zugma to do it or anything, it was still cool for oh, us. I was excited. To like, oh shit, we get to do Zugma! Hell yeah, yeah. it's super tight, and they had a good crowd. It was a good set. Honestly, it was a bang. And Ryan crushed it. Yeah, we he were having a great, a great fucking time. And and our buddy was there with us, the LD of the festival, and he was having a good time with us. And everybody's um, having a nice time. Yeah, and so then all of a sudden they pull out this Michael Jackson Thriller cover. And, you know, at that point, it's just like, shit, it's getting hyped. Yeah, like, dude, people are going it's, wild. It's getting crazy. Yeah, and, but, it, but it's EDM mixed with it, so, like, it was getting really heavy and just really fun. And then here comes the crash. Yeah, and then my computer just, boom, blue screen, Bow. done. All the lights freeze. Whatever was flashing is stuck flashing, whatever yeah, that's colors. What, that's what everything. I was going to mention. That's the fucked up part, is it's not like things just shut off. And you can, like, it just keep going. Right. Like, no, the lights are doing wild, freaky yeah, shit. They're, they're just not stuck, following the music you know? at all. I would prefer they just black out. Right. You know? Right. Like, at least that you can just ignore a little bit. But lights strobing in your fucking face, yeah. it's just not great. And, of course, you know, I'm... This is, this is my time to fall apart. This is... You know, I'm younger at the, that time. I also took it... You know, I still do take my work very seriously, like... Even if it's a, a group that isn't necessarily paying me directly, if I'm there to do a job, especially at a festival that large with that big of a crowd, you know, it, like, this is fucked. Like, this isn't good. This is and, not a good example. This isn't a good showcasing. And of normally, what... when this would happen to Ryan, I would be around to, like, oh, I'll just go unplug this line of lights. They'll stop flashing, and then you can you fix, fix everything. It. I'll plug it back in, and we'll go. Well, this isn't I that. can't do that. Yeah, here. this isn't that kind of place. And so, you know, we're hearing on the radio from uh, the lighting designer for the festival who's with us. You know, he's trying to troubleshoot the computer with me. He's sitting there pulling his hair out as just as much as we are. And you can hear on the radio, like, uh, what the fuck happened to the lights? Like, what's going on? And he's and trying then, to tell like, him, like, oh, it's computer crash. Computer crash, sorry. And then, like, not even 10 seconds later, lights, please. What's happening? What's the lights? Yeah, and and, and uh, our buddy just, like, freaks out on yeah. them. Like, which was kind of weird for us because we felt like we were the problem here yeah right. like we're right. the you're the culprits so yeah. you have no real like grounds to be back but, you know, lashing back at them but him being the house ld for you know the crew that's running this stage he has a little bit of weight to throw around and he's like dude it's an equipment failure this happens with equipment sometimes technology fails you're just gonna have to be fucking patient we'll get it back up i yeah. told you i'm working on it just like and i was like whoa yeah. and so Damn. they turned what they did was they turned on the stage's work lights while they're still crushing this thriller thing you know yeah i mean long story short after very many times of pulling the battery out and popping it back in and restarting things it did finally turn on and when the lights kicked on and whipped around and got back into doing what they were supposed to, not only did the crowd react, which doesn't normally happen. Usually when problems happen with lighting, people don't really automatically notice. Right. But this had been so long that and it was like very clear <laughs> that like there was an issue. And so the whole crowd cheered. And then that was uh, cool. the guitar player from Zugma stepped up to the mic and he was just Thank you. <laughs> that kept playing. And yeah, I mean, it was one of the, you know, had a small, a little bit of redemption, but... 
yeah, that was fucked. That moment in my life, oh, you could have... I wanted to curl up in a ball in a corner and just fucking die, dude. I didn't want anything to do with it anymore, you know what But I mean? it was nice to have somebody on our side, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Someone fighting in your corner. Uh, another work situation. Hell yeah. Fucking, Hell yeah. I, I guess it's a I didn't work even theme. notice it when I made my notes either. <laughs> Mentional but... mishaps and misadventures. <clears throat> work edition, work. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, for uh, a while... Mentionables at work. Mentionables at instead work. Instead of men at instead work. Instead of oh, men at work. Nice. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You like that? I like it. I had a job for quite a while, actually, where I was an insulation installer, but I didn't use like fiberglass and stuff. I actually used mostly a spray-on polyurethane foam, and I also used something else that was called like an R-foam. And not to bore you guys with the like particulars about that, because who cares about insulation, but... It was like an injectable. It, the, this R foam was like a shaving cream, basically. And so the operation was basically that we would uh, drill into these people's exteriors, into their walls of their house, uh, and then patch it up after we were done filling up these right. cavities with foam. So we went and did a job one time. We got done with it. Everything went great. Uh, things were pretty much, I mean, that everything, there, it was not a great job. It, it was definitely stressful, but the job got done fine. Everybody was a, all peaceable and shit. Right. We get a call back a day or two later. My boss gives me the heads up that we've got a call back and there's something fucked up with their washing machine. We had to go and check it out. So I show up there. I'm the crew leader at this time. So like I'm basically the, I guess, the guy in charge. I don't yeah. know. I didn't really feel like that. <laughs> sometimes, you're, you're the guy but, who, who gets blamed. So I go in there and she, this, it's an older lady and she's explaining to me that uh, there's foam in her washing machine or in, not in her washing machine. I'm sorry, in her dishwasher in her kitchen. And I'm going, oh, OK, well, that's weird. That's kind of odd. Like, how did it get there? But I could see like maybe something wasn't sealed up. So there's a little bit of foam and we'll go in there and we'll clean it up and get it all done. And she takes us into her kitchen, opens it up, and her washing machine is 100% solid, filled up with insulation. What? It's just a block of foam inside of the washer. How does that happen? What? Dishwasher. What the so, fuck? And honestly, like, I don't know. Is it I, still I, a mystery? It still is. Like, I don't know how this happens. Like, the, your washing machine is not connected to your wall cavities, nor is maybe the plumbing, but, like, there would have to be a 100% open pipe for it to, yeah, like, fill up Yeah, that's kind of what like I that. was thinking. It would have it to be, would, like, open and in the wall. I honestly Are you sure one no of you guys idea. didn't pull a prank <laughs> on you? I mean, that would be a funny prank if that is what happened, Just open, but he's I don't like, think uh, so. Did anybody get the dishwasher? No? <laughs> and, you know, I and she's expecting, like, I look at this, and, I, and first of all, I'm kind of gig- trying not to I'm sure but I'm trying to be professional but I'm g- professional but I'm giggling yeah of course and she goes yeah so you know uh, it, it, I don't know she probably asked me if I need anything whatever and I'm looking at it going I can't do anything about this what do you this? like and so and not that it's permanent like we haven't yeah. fucked her washing machine up and actually all of the the components are non-toxic in this certain foam but we we ended up like doing our best to kind of like pull the foam out of there, and then we my boss ended up calling a cleaning company to come in and like professionally do it. Yeah, because wow. it was just fucked. <laughs> that's, that's that's how does that happen? I have no idea. Oh, the Weird. entire dishwasher fucked. Well, and okay, so is is this foam that you're using at the time like the kind that is like expanding? Well, it it it, it expands, but is it like 
it does it travel like is it gonna like push foam into like is that something that could happen like it's pushing it's it not, into it's the, not like, a very high pressurized situation it's basically like you're using a hose to pump in shaving cream into a wall okay and it's okay not, so it's, you are pumping it in though yeah, okay because yeah. the, the stuff that i saw you do once was like spray on right, rather yeah, than pumping. no and, and and it wasn't uh the the sort of it wasn't spray polyurethane where it grew or anything like okay, that okay okay yeah I mean, I guess I could see how, like, somehow that might happen then. But that's, uh, yeah. That's it was still a mystery to me. A construction mystery. We'll do a mentionable <laughs> mystery on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, that's it for our work edition on the uh, mentionable mishaps and misadventures. But there's always so much more. Oh, uh, yeah. There's I, always more. And I'm sure that, it, you know, it, that's the funny thing. If you did me a hibbit, I do this every episode. If you've been listening <laughs> to us. scatting. I'm actually yeah. going to just start it's making my scat. Vi- like, nice scat. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, man. Nice improv. Now, if you've been listening to us uh, since the beginning, if you've been, you know, tagging along, uh, you know that our process is always just kind of we sit down and we start you know, throwing things together and sticking things at the wall and mental mishaps and misadventures is always kind of, a, it's a little bit of a tough one because there's so many obvious, obviously so many memories to run through and so many different moments you get. Some of them are just depressing more yeah, than they are. Yeah. You know, well, you got like childhood memories that, you know, we haven't really, I, I personally haven't really thought too much back sure. be back that far and yeah, I'm well, sure and then you've got moments, my you know? new problem that I've been having that we've done a couple of these mentionable, myster- mentionable mysteries mentionable mishaps <laughs> and I can't remember what I've talked about already and yeah, what I haven't that's so. another issue <laughs> yeah that is an issue sorry if we doubled down on any stories <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah I mean you know you get to hear it twice lucky you <laughs> lucky you <laughs> <laughs> As always, thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for, uh, you know, just keeping in touch with us, and you can find us on every major streaming service. Please stop by there and give us a like, a subscribe, hit the bell to get a notification, all of those things. Yeah, we're working on getting sponsored by Spotify, so that'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, you can check out our Instagram, at NotToMentionPod, also our Facebook, at not to the number 2M, and uh, definitely check out our YouTube channel as well. You can find our website at www.NotToMentionPodcast.com. And if you have any quests, comments, or concerns, you can send those to nottomentionpod at gmail.com. And it's never a bad time not to mention, it's Not To Mention Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Colin. And I'm Ryan. And you can catch us every Thursday, 6 a.m. 